In Lama Tsongkhapa's great treatise on the stages of the path to enlightenment, in the section on reflection of the process of cyclic existence in terms of origin, we find three categories in the outline. How the afflictions arise, how you thereby accumulate karma, and how you die and are reborn. Rinpoche completed the section on how you thereby accumulate karma today. Tambula, Uh, so, uh, once again, we're looking at Lama Tsongkhapa's great treatise on the stage of the path to enlightenment, and specifically the section uh, with the major heading, Training the Mind in the Stage of the Path Shared in Common with Beings of Medium Capacity. Uh, so, looking at the outline for that section, we find that divides into four categories. Uh, first, the mental training. Uh, second, the measure of the determination to be free or the uh, measure of one's renunciation. Uh, third category is dispelling misconceptions. And then the for uh, fourth category uh, is ascertaining the nature of the path leading to liberation. So uh, those four categories uh, make up for the entire section of the training the mind and the stage of the past shared in common with beings of medium capacity. Uh, and it begins with the first category of the uh, mental training. Uh, so in that section, it's uh, divided into two parts. Uh, first, identifying the mind intent on liberation, or identification of a des the mind which desires to definitely emerge. Uh, and then the second category is the uh, method for developing the mind intent on liberation, the method for developing renunciation. So after one goes through that first identification, of the mind intent on liberation, then you get to the section on method. Uh, and the method for um, uh, achieving a mind that aspires to be free or that, that has the determination to be free, uh, that is d divided into two sections. First, reflection on suffering and its origin. 
And then second category is reflection from the viewpoint of the 12 links of dependent origination. Uh, so the first category, reflection on suffering uh, and its origin, is divided into two categories. Uh, first, reflection on the truth of suffering, the faults of cyclic existence. Uh, and then the second category is reflection of the pro reflection uh, 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 reflection on the process of cyclic existence uh, in terms of origin. Um, so the first category, uh, reflection um, on the truth of suffering, the faults of cyclic existence, we find two categories. First, uh, showing the significance of the Buddha uh, asserting the first, uh, the truth of suffering is the first among the Four Noble Truths. Uh, and the second category is the actual meditation on suffering. So the actual meditation on suffering, we get into the general sufferings and the specific sufferings, the sufferings of uh, eight types of suffering, the, the six types of suffering, the three types of suffering. Uh, and then once we finish that section, uh, then we move on to the section called Reflection on the uh, Process of Cyclic Existence uh, in Terms of Origin. Uh, and then that uh, is broken down uh, into three uh, categories. Um, uh, the, the first category is how the afflictions arise. Uh, the second category is uh, how you thereby accumulate karma. Uh, and then the third category is how you die and then are reborn. Uh, so these are the three categories that uh, we'll go over in that section. Uh, so uh, we've already gone over, uh, so when we look at uh, the first category of how the afflictions arise, there's four categories, identifying the afflictions, the order in which the afflictions arise, the causes of the afflictions, and the faults of the afflictions. So we've completed that section. Uh, now we're in the section on how you thereby accumulate karma. Uh, so, uh, everybody wants to turn to, uh, I think it's 304, that's where uh, we're going to begin, I believe. Nietzsche, Sunchi Sunje. Nietzsche, Sunchi Sunje. Nietzsche, Sunchi Sunje. Nietzsche, Okay. Sunchi Sunje, Uliya Zibi. Lassa. Chin, Zibatulur. Lassa. Zibatua. Niba. This will be suicide, Marbe. That list will be suited on the Sabrage, Lemos, or Tetas of Suzy, Tasabaja, Lemos, or the La, and then Sabi let us have a lady, Marbe. Sabi let us have a lady. Sabi let Sabi let the easy lady, Sabi let the Ludangagile. What the Cassore Sabrage, Lemos, or Catu, what he bare. So page 303 is actually where we're going to start. So on 303 we, see, we have uh, the category of how you thereby accumulate karma. Uh, that's the major heading. Uh, so the first uh, category is identifying the karma that you accumulate. Uh, so there are two types of karma uh, that one accumulates. First, the karma that is uh, intention, uh, and then the second category is karma that is intended action. Uh, so karma that is intention is necessarily a mental karma, and karma that is intended action is necessarily a physical karma of the body uh, or speech. Uh, so we find Basu Bandhu uh, explains it uh, in the Treasury of Knowledge where he states karma is both intention and what intention produces. Intention is mental karma, what it produces are physical and verbal karma. 
Um, so sometimes they say physical karma, body, speech, uh, um, or, or they say physical uh, and speech. Um, so physical here in this case means the body, karma of the body. So please uh, read after me in the great treatise. Um, Okay. Okay. ဂီလေကြီးဂျင်းစုစုစုပယိုလာဆပပစုဂီလေစုပယိုရာရစ်မဂီလေကြောင်းဂျူဂျူတရှုံးဂီစုပယိုစုပယိုကြောင်းစမ
However, such, uh, uh, however, such noble beings do not accumulate karma that would impel them uh, into a cyclic existence of either happy or miserable realms. For as Nagarjuna's fundamental treatise on the Middle Way uh, says, um, so once one uh, is an Arya or a superior being, at that point he or she uh, no longer accumulates any karma that would create cyclic existence, that would uh, make more samsara or more cyclic existence. Um, so uh, it, um, because they have uh, had a direct perception of emptiness, um, and once uh, uh, that happens, uh, the, the result of it is that there's no longer the activity on that person's behalf that would create more uh, suffering cyclic existence. Um, so it says in uh, Nagarjuna's fundamental treatise uh, on the middle way, as the root of cyclic existence is compositional activity, the wise do not create activity that impels rebirth. Unwise are those who do. The wise do not because they see reality. Um, so here uh, um, it's, it's saying the the korwat sawa the duje the donagare Okay, so I, I asked Rinpoche, as the root of cyclic existence is compositional activity, so I asked Rinpoche just to clarify that a little bit. So that's uh, speaking of the second link in the 12 links of dependent origination. So the first link is the um, ignorance, this kind of beginningless ignorance that one has. And then because of that, one uh, creates karma, which is compositional, what compositional activity is. Um, so the wise here is referring to an Arya being, a superior uh, being. Um, and it's saying they do not create activity that impels a rebirth. So that compositional activity, that karma that the Arya being is creating, is not a karma that will create more of cyclic existence, uh, either in the higher or the lower realms. I mean, neither in the higher uh, or lower realms. It says, unwise are those who do. The wise do uh, not because they see reality. So here, unwise are referring to those ordinary beings uh, who are not superiors, who have not not had a direct valid cognition of emptiness, uh, um, or, or those ordinary beings do create uh, um, causes for more cyclic existence. They do engage in uh, karma or action or activity that will create more uh, of samsara. Um, so unwise is referring to those who are not Aryas, those ordinary beings, and wise is referring to Arya beings. And it says uh, the wise do not because they see reality, that the wise have seen emptiness. So we also find uh, in the um, Abhidharma teachings where it says that uh, those who have seen the truth do not have um, this throwing karma or this propelling, projecting karma. Uh, so here, this is speaking of superiors, those who have seen the truth, those who have had a direct perception of, of emptiness. Uh, so when we find that this root of this cyclic existence is our actions, uh, then 
it, if those act um, it, those actions that create cyclic existence can only be created by uh, um, can only be engaged in by an ordinary being who has not reached the level of the path of seeing. It says also the master Basu Bandhu says, I just translated from Rinpoche's, but I just want to make sure I translate it right. When you have seen the truth, you are not impelled to rebirth. Uh, so this impelled to rebirth is that propelling karma, that projecting karma. The So in Jayan Sheba's outline, we find there are eight categories. Uh, and the first category among the eight is uh, that superior beings do not uh, accumulate the um, uh, um, karma that would propel uh, them into rebirth and cyclic existence. Uh, so this is Jayan Sheva's first category. So the second category is uh, if a superior being does not accumulate this type of activity or this type of karma, then who does? Dancing Okay, um, so then the second category is uh, who, who accumulates this? So it says, consequently, as long as you operate under the influence of a conception of self, you accumulate karma that will impel you into cyclic, uh, re cyclic rebirth. Once you have perceived reality, 
and selflessness, you may still be reborn in cyclic existence by the power of form of karma and afflictions, but you will not accumulate any new karma that can impel such a rebirth. And then we have a quote from a Sangha's level of yogic deeds that says, uh, stream enters and once returners do not assent to the conception of a self, but rather they reject it in the same way the strong overpower the weak. Uh, um, so, uh, Rinpoche stopped there. So, uh, it's stating that if you have, if you still have a grasping at the true self, uh, so a self of persons, uh, so if you still have a grasping at the true self of persons, uh, then you will accumulate karma that will cause cyclic existence. Uh, why doesn't a superior accumulate that karma? It's because he or she no longer has this grasping at the true self of persons. Uh, it says, uh, once, you, you, once you have perceived reality. So here this is speaking of a direct valid cognition of emptiness, uh, um, the path of seeing or, or higher. So um, when it's speaking of... Uh, this perception of reality means seeing emptiness directly. Uh, so once one sees emptiness directly, uh, then there's no longer this grasping at this true self of persons. If the grasping at the true self of persons isn't there, then there's no accumulation of, of new karma. So there's no potential for any new causes for cyclic rebirth to uh, be created. Um, but it says, once uh, you may be reborn in sickness by the power of form of karma and afflictions, uh, but you will not accumulate any new karma that can uh, impel such a rebirth. So, uh, no new karmas will create, be created, no new causes for uh, cyclic rebirth are created, but there still are um, karmas that are present, uh, or causes that are present. Uh, for cyclic rebirth um, within the, even that superior's continuum. So there is still potential for rebirth in cyclic existence. There's still rebirth, rather, in cyclic existence. Um, uh, um, but it's not been created by that being once he or she has seen emptiness. Um, so uh, um, there was one other thing. Uh, so also... And, and the reason for this is that when one sees emptiness directly, uh, the afflictions really lose their ability. They lose their potency. Uh, therefore, the actions aren't created um, because of that direct perception of emptiness and the understanding of the, um, the non-grasping at true self. Um, uh, makes the afflictions really not potent. So, therefore, the actions that come from them uh, don't occur. So here, uh, where it's talking of uh, these uh, two categories of stream enterers uh, and once returners, uh, this is referring to um, divisions that uh, can be found in the... Um, uh, the, the hearer's vehicle. Um, so, uh, just give me one moment. So there are actually eight divisions uh, that can be found uh, of, of beings in the um, hearer vehicle. So, 
it's, it begins with approacher to fruit of stream enter, uh, then abider in the fruit of stream enter, approacher to the fruit of, of once returner, uh, and abider in the fruit of once returner, then approacher to the fruit of a never returner, abider in the fruit of a never returner, uh, approacher uh, to the fruit of a foe destroyer, and then abider in the fruit uh, of a foe destroyer. Um, so these are the eight categories. Uh, um, of the hearer's vehicle as far as uh, superior beings uh, or aria beings. Um, so um, they're all approachers or abiders. Um, so it's a, again, approacher uh, to the fruit of stream enter, abider in the fruit of stream enter, approacher to the fruit of once returner, abider in the fruit of once returner, approacher to the fruit of never returner, abider in the fruit of never returner, approacher to the fruit of a foe destroyer, and abider in the fruit. Uh, of a foe destroyer. So um, this goes through the, um, just as a translator's note, uh, those eight go through those last um, three pathways of um, path of seeing, path of meditation, and path of no more learning, those eight categories. <laughs> Nature Tabatuba Um, so here uh, we find a quote from the, um, it's going to take me a minute, I think. Uh, we have a quote from the Ornament for Clear Re of Clear Realization uh, by Lord Maitreya that says, that which through the exalted knower of all leads hearers seeking pacification <coughs> to peace, which through the exalted knower of paths 
causes those helping migrating beings to achieve the aims of the world, and through the perfect possession of which the subduers set forth these varieties having all aspects, to the mothers of the Buddhas, as well as the host of hearers and bodhisattvas, uh, I pay homage. Uh, so we, we have uh, the expression of worship uh, at the beginning of the ornament for clear realization. Um, and here it's speaking of uh, uh, that which through the exalted knower of all these hearers seeking pacification uh, for peace. Uh, so this is speaking of the hearer vehicle uh, and the solitary realizer vehicle um, uh, being uh, um, it says the exalted knower um, so uh, the exalted knower by knowing uh, emptiness the hearers and solitary realizers are able to uh, achieve nirvana or achieve uh, liberation uh, and then it says through the exalted knower of paths so knowledge of paths is what causes the bodhisattva uh, to be able to achieve uh, complete buddhahood uh, so knowledge, lamshe, knowledge of those paths. So th which through the exalted knower of paths causes those, those helping migrating beings to achieve the aims of the world. So uh, um, bodhisattvas are those helping migrating uh, beings to achieve the aims of the world. Uh, and, through the, and through the perfect possession of which the subduers set forth uh, these varieties of uh, having all aspects. Um, so here this is speaking of omniscience, which uh, one is led to um, um, by the Mahayana path, pathway. Um, so uh, one is able to um, achieve uh, this pacification by abandoning this grasp, grasping at the true self uh, of persons. Um, uh, so, and one is able to achieve liberation, one is able to achieve uh, complete Buddhahood. Um, so, uh, I think that's it. If I missed anything, I apologize. But that's a quote from the um, uh, Matreya's uh, Ornament for Clear Realization. Dig Song Yen Sampa Rinche. What the Juju Tan Shunki Jantazi Tanto Meleji, Puma Neju Shibisali Sung Beje, Juju the ショウケジョダジタドムレバダジポンネジュシェブサルソンバテナスティシナジュセティシェルコアペジジレソバポネティジェジュラチュチュチェブラネバメチジソスジュタジェドサコアサタコアペジレサゲテティジェジュラチュ
it's speaking uh, and going back to Maitreya's ornaments is that uh, that which through the exalted knower of all leads here is pass uh, seeking pacification to peace so those hearers, those solitary realizers abandon the conception of uh, true self of persons they abandon this grasping at the self of persons uh, and by doing so they no longer accumulate uh, the karma that would create cyclic existence. They no longer create any more of that karma. Um, and then the one that they have left uh, isn't coupled with those afflictions that are very potent. Um, uh, so therefore, um, they aren't creating new circumstances for cyclic existence. Um, and then the, uh, um, so that's what is meant there. And uh, uh, so if we combine it, you, why, why, you know, uh, does this work? Uh, why does this, this lead them to peace, to liberation? Because it leads them to a place where they no longer accumulate causes for it, cyclic existence. Um, so going back to the Lamrim Chembo, uh, it says, uh, it, um, hence every ordinary person from the highest level of the supreme stage of the Mahayana path of preparation on down accumulates karma that impels rebirth and cyclic existence. Uh, so when we look at the um, paths, uh, um, there are five pathways. Um, and translators note Hinayana and Mahayana. They have five pathways. But here, uh, um, um, and when you look at the Heart Sutra, there is the mantra, Teata Om Gate Gate Paragate Parasangate Bodhisoha. Uh, and that mantra is referring to those five pathways. So the first gate is referring to the path of accumulation, which is the first pathway. Second gate referring to the path of preparation. Uh, paragate referring to the path of seeing. Parasamgate uh, referring to the path of uh, meditation. And then Bodhisoha referring to the path of no more learning. Uh, so what this is saying is ordinary beings are found on the, uh, anything below the path of preparation. So the path of accumulation is the first path, uh, and there are three levels, uh, the small, uh, medium, and great levels. Uh, then the path of preparation has four levels, heat, peak, patience, and last mundane state. Uh, so these are the four um, levels of the path of preparation. So even when one is on that last mundane state at the, p the path of preparation, uh, there's still potential for rebirth and cyclic existence. I mean, the causes for rebirth and cyclic existence to be created. Uh, so any, any ordinary person, an ordinary person is uh, um, qualified by having not transcended that last path of, of preparation, uh, uh, last mundane state, or uh, below it. Um, so that's what an ordinary person is. And once uh, one gets to the next level beyond that, that's at the path of seeing, and one is then an aria, or a superior person. Um, so it's saying anyone who hasn't gone past that is going to create causes for cyclic existence. Dixon, uh, <laughs> 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 <la
Tilgi, Tönnamıtı, Jülon, Tönkürtü divarız. Tönkürtü, Hatırsızdı. Jülon kosu, Jülon tülü tönkürtü, Lokbücüsün karısına, Tecin Jülon kosu, Dünyalımın bir şeyler sonucu dinlenince tomatoyun görürüz, tüyüz götürürüz da. Dünyalımın bir şeyler sonucu dinlenince. Şeyler sonucu dinlenince de melankotumasın şansı sen bayına tonobadaki dünyalımın bir şeyler sonucu dinlenince kadar tutmana sonunu jurnalt bir numara be. Jurnalt bir numara da. Tonilla in the four categories of the path of preparation he peak uh, patients in last mundane state the first category is called heat um, because uh, the wisdom which is uh, uh, directly realizing emptiness is very close so you can feel the warmth um, of that direct perception of, of emptiness so it's labeled uh, as heat uh, at that point uh, and also a heat is created by this um, single-pointed concentration which is um, achieved of this union of calm abiding and uh, um, special insight with the um, uh, emptiness as its object of observation. Um, so this closeness, this heat is created by that single-pointed concentration uh, and it's said that the uh, heat is like the warmth of that direct perception is very close. Uh, you have the single-pointed concentration, uh, but not, uh, which it has that object of observation, but not, there is no, not a direct perception at that point. So the reason for this reason, uh, um, being called heat um, is because, again, that this direct perception of emptiness has not happened, uh, but there is this single-pointed concentration that's creating this heat which is this closeness to the direct perception of it um, uh, that uh, it, it, um, that's it, that's creating the, this single-pointed concentration which is as emptiness as its object of observation uh, is creating this closeness to the direct perception of that object of observation. Um, so uh, this is why it uh, is called heat at that fir first stage. 
so peak uh, um, is at this level of the peak, which is second level. Uh, um, no one, uh, there's no longer any loss of one's root virtues. Um, so one's root virtues aren't eradicated again at that point. And then at the the stage of um, patience. One is no longer reborn into the lower realms of cyclic existence. What that then? What the Jolange de Lote? Jipa. Jipa, that you should, my virtue. You should, that Tonancolo is a matter of the Jolan. Okay, so the, the final, which is the last mundane state, is that final state as an ordinary being uh, that will then uh, transform into an Arya being very uh, next. So the next thing that will be, uh, that being will be a superior or an Arya. So it's the last mundane, the last state as an ordinary being. ダオテジョナジェテルチェバトロワテパシンシデネヨアレパシンシデネテネケルジジュディシナンケルタンジジェビジュディシナンノロロワテスモヨアレタジュディジェオケジュディジェジュディシナンシヨアレケルジェギジ
So this is quite complicated. So it's from Kirtav Jay's, a quote by Kirtav Jay, and it's found in the um, Penchinson Andrapa's General Meaning Perfection about how one differentiates between these four uh, categories, these four levels of the path of preparation. So if I could see it in text, I could probably go back to it and get it clearer. But if it's not clear, I really apologize. It's just very, it's beyond my uh, scope. Um, so uh, it's, a, in, it's in Kirtav Che's uh, explanation of the four classes of Tantra. Um, and it, it states that uh, there is an um, understanding of a lack of true establishment um, that is the single point in concentration has at its, as its focus uh, that becomes more and more refined as one goes through that to the point where there is a direct perception of the um, um, emptiness of all of these different types of objects. So as an example, the, this uh, non-conscious object, the lack, lack of true establishment of uh, objects that are not consciousness, uh, then the lack of true, um, uh, so this is the understanding of the lack of true establishment of objects that are not consciousness. Uh, and then there's the understanding of uh, uh, objects that, that are not, that, that it says Yul Dema Mandrupa. So then, oh no, then there's a more refined uh, understanding of objects, uh, lack of true establishment, uh, of those uh, type of objects uh, which are not consciousness. And then the, at the level of patience, there's an understanding of the lack of true establishment of consciousness itself. Um, and then at the more refined level, there's a more refined understanding of the lack of true establishment of the consciousness, of this, the awareness uh, that takes place. Um, so again, I'd like to look that up uh, before we put that in certainty, but um, I believe that that's uh, how it translates. So there's a, this direct valid cognition that's about to take place, uh, and then there are these uh, wisdoms that are created, these inferential valid cognitions that are created related to these varying objects, and, and then one has a direct perception of all of their emptinesses. Uh, so uh, that's what... Uh, um, uh, those four, how Kirtup J in Pension Sanandrapa's general meaning of perfection uh, differentiates between those four. Uh, so you would find this in the collected works of uh, Pension Sanandrapa and Kirtup J, but in all of the different texts you would find uh, these points made as well. Uh, so we'll take a short break and uh, um, we have handout. Okay. 
我的课本有两三个字，没事，叔叔叔，他们也读，没事，没事，叔叔叔，没事，他们也读，没事，叔叔叔，没事，他们也读，没事，叔叔叔，没事，他们也读，没事，叔叔叔，没事，他们也读，
um, activities, these actions which are meritorious, are actions that will give rise to uh, rebirth uh, in the, the higher realms. Uh, and these non-meritorious actions are um, uh, give rebirth into the the lower into the lower realms, uh, and then invariable karma um, only goes uh, gives rebirth into the uh, form realm or formless uh, absorption realm. Uh, so, uh, uh, so I think that's it. Yeah. So that's it. So this is number three uh, in Jayan Shaiva's uh, outline. The <laughs> Accordingly, when those who are under the influence of afflicted ignorance in the view of the perishing aggregates become physically, verbally, or mentally involved in non-virtue, uh, non killing, for example, they accumulate non-meritorious karma. Those who perform virtuous acts within the desire realm accumulate meritorious karma. And those who cultivate meditative states, such as meditative serenity, at the level of the meditative stabilizations of the form or formless absorptions accumulate invariable karma. So again, the third category in Jayan Sheva's text deals with these three uh, meritorious, non meritorious, and invariable karma. Now we go to four. Jeanne,大妹,你要去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去去
Okay, so we begin with the qualm. Um, so we got through with number three, uh, which dealt with meritorious, non-meritorious, and invariable karma. Uh, now we move on to more, number four, which uh, contains this section where there's a doubt that's presented and then a reply. Uh, so we'll look through that. Consider someone who has seen the faults of all worldly wonders and is motivated by an aspiration for liberation. Does not this person create much virtuous karma? Moreover, the, consider the virtuous karma that is an intention similar to a wisdom consciousness uh, accurately analyzing the meaning of selflessness. Is, it, is this a true origin, a cause of cyclic existence? Um, and then it says, uh, reply, in general, those who are on the paths of accumulation and preparation do accumulate ordinary karma that impels rebirth. 
However, motivations based on thoughts such as those you describe, as well as virtuous karma, similar to the wisdom that analyzes selflessness, constitute the group of remedies for the craving for future existence. However, uh, in both their objective and subjective aspects, they operate in a manner contrary uh, to the conception of self, uh, the root of cyclic existence. Thus, they are not actual or usual true origins that impel rebirth. However, because they approximate actual true origins leading to a future rebirth, they are included among true origins. So here it's saying there, uh, these are not actually true origins. Uh, they're just named as such, um, but uh, they aren't actually true origins because they are what serve as a remedy, serve as an antidote. Um, uh, therefore, they aren't an origin. They're actually a, a remedy, um, so or a, an opponent to the negativity. So uh, it's just uh, noted in here that the word origin related to them is not a true origin. Um, and then uh, it says, uh, it says similarly, uh, the compendium of determination says, uh, why are those mundane phenomena which eradicate the craving for rebirth and which produce the super mundane path that is not directed towards re toward rebirth included under the truth of origin? And then there's a reply. By nature, they are not directed towards rebirth in cyclic existence. However, they approximate the physical and mental and verbal good conduct which leads uh, to rebirth. Consequently, you should understand that on this account, they are included under the truth of origin. Minga, <laughs> Um, so here, if we're stating the um, mind of renunciation, the mind that uh, has this determination to be free, uh, or uh, the uh, wisdom, the uh, wisdom uh, looking at the um, the wisdom that understands the lack of true establishment or the wisdom of phenomena, the wisdom that understands emptiness, uh, even though they would cla be classified uh, under the category of true origins, uh, they aren't actually true origins because they lead to uh, the, a freedom from the future rebirth. Um, they serve as opponents to future rebirth, uh, but cate categorically they're uh, contained under true origins. Dixon. Tabatutures, Sanji Tutures, what the song is a marvel? 
and here the next is that one should uh, accumulate the karma, uh, which is the wis wisdom of em understanding emptiness uh, and the wisdom uh, realizing selflessness. Uh, uh, one should accumulate these uh, karmas, uh, which are uh, that realize self, which are wisdoms that realize uh, selflessness, wisdoms that realize uh, emptiness. Doni dopi share then dame dopi then then somebody guide some bread. And then the downfalls of cyclic existence. Jesus uh, so it says, um, Asanga says that careful after careful reflection on the faults of cyclic existence, uh, you give rise to a sense of disgust that can motivate virtuous karma, which generates a supreme path. Yet this karma approximates an origin of suffering in cyclic existence. Therefore, you must strive to develop the sense of disgust as well as the wisdom uh, that knows selflessness. Um, so. Just going back to here, um, it, it doesn't direct the the uh, uh, so. Okay, so the number five is uh, so. Just going back to five because I think that I actually stopped in the middle of translating for for number five uh, when Rinpoche just said some more things. So, going back to five, it's going over uh, why the wisdom realizing selflessness and the wisdom realizing emptiness. Uh, the, the wisdom realizing the faults of cyclic existence and renunciation uh, is necessary. Uh, why, why it is needed uh, in order to um, uh, move forward. So that's number five. Napa. Nebadjunis <laughs> Mm. So, so number five deals with uh, what I read first. Uh, Asanga says that after careful reflection on the faults of cyclic existence, you give rise to a sense of disgust that can motivate virtuous karma, which generates a super mundane path. Uh, so yet this uh, karma uh, approximates an origin of suffering in cyclic existence. Therefore, you must strive to develop this sense of disgust as well as the, the wisdom that knows selflessness. Uh, so it's here showing why it's necessary to uh, generate this uh, view of selflessness 
this dummy dopey share of the wisdom realizing uh, the lack of true self uh, and uh, also to have this disgust with cyclic existence, this desire uh, to definitely emerge. Um, and it says that um, you give rise to a sense of disgust that can motivate virtuous karma, which generates a super mundane path. So it's showing how virtuous karma, virtuous activity, generates an aria path. Um, it can be transformed into a superior path. Um, so number four is that uh, when we look at this um, uh, renunciation, uh, this understanding that the, the faults of cyclic existence uh, and this wisdom that uh, analyzes uh, selflessness, the wisdom consciousness that correctly uh, analyzes selflessness, uh, um, are the causes of cyclic existence, are they true origin? Uh, and the answer is no, they are not a true origin, they're just named as origin. And then number five is, uh, why are uh, um, these things necessary, these um, um, uh, meditations on uh, the emptiness and, and on the faults of cyclic existence, What? why are they necessary? Now we go to six. Tatana Yes, ね、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、
Okay, so this being the case, so that now we get into number six. This being the case, you might not have acquired, though uh, through extensive meditation, analysis of the faults of, of cyclic existence, the remedy that eradicates the craving for the wonders of cyclic existence. Also, uh, you might not have used discerning wisdom to properly analyze the meaning of selflessness and might not have become familiar with the two spirits of enlightenment, uh, conventional and ultimate. Under such circumstances, your virtuous activities, with some exceptions on account of the field's power, would constitute typical origins of suffering and hence would fuel uh, the process uh, of cyclic existence. Um, so here... It's talking about motivation um, and how one's motivation, if a bodhisattva uh, engages in any activity, he or she is accumulating virtue um, because their motivation is the correct motivation. Um, um, but here it's saying uh, um, if you haven't uh, generated this kind of re renunciation, a desire to definitely emerge through an analysis of the faults of cyclic existence, uh, then and you haven't uh, <coughs> properly realized the selflessness, um, then uh, and you don't aren't a bodhisattva. You don't have any of the two types of uh, um, bodhicitta. So it says the two spirits of enlightenment. Here, this is talking about the two kinds of bodhicitta. It says that uh, the virtue um, would would typically be an actual true origin uh, because these uh, circumstances, these misunderstandings about everything are present uh, at that time. Um, so we find in, uh, the story of the child who made an offering. Um, they were chi children playing in some sand and the Buddha came uh, and the, one of the children saw the Buddha and knew that he wanted to make an offering. So the only thing that was there was sand. So the child took a handful of sand and offered it to the Buddha. Um, and it states that as a result of this one offering, uh, the child was born as a, a King Ashoka uh, in the future uh, and had many uh, opportunities um, to uh, help with the Dharma. It was a good Dharma King Ashoka. Um, and it all came from just offering the sand. And Shariputra was able to take the sand uh, and transform it into a paint and then paint an entire monastery with it. Um, and this all was because of the motivation of the child. Um, uh, so we see in that story uh, how one's kind of baseline motivation uh, makes an activity be an origin, an actual origin of suffering or not an origin of suffering. And when we say origin of suffering, it would be... Uh, um, whether it's creating more cyclic existence or not. Uh, and there are many p places for pilgrimage uh, in uh, 
uh, in Nepal and other places. Bodhagaya. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, I apologize. Bodhagaya and Varanasi in India, where there are um, reliquaries and so forth of, of Ashoka. Um, so a lot of places people go for pil pilgrimage uh, still have these relics and so forth of, uh, from King Ashoka's time. Okay. So then it says how how you accumulate karma is explained in two parts: accumulating karma for pleasant feelings and accumulating karma uh, for uh, neutral feelings. And then the churn the tingenzi. Oh, okay, I see. And then accumulating karma. Okay, I apologize. So accumulating karma for pleasant feelings, and accumulating karma for neutral feelings. Accumulating karma for pleasant feelings uh, um, has two categories: accumulating karma for the pleasure that comes from enjoying desirable objects, sights, sounds, and the like, and then accumulating karma for gaining uh, bliss and meditative concentration after you have rejected attachment to external uh, sensual pleasures. Okay, that's Sachelason. ね、マシチンジジ、チンディディチェトミネスソナナ、ソノマイミレスウレス。チンディドワキチェトレサバイナソノマイミレ、ナソペジレ。セシャンペジゲドワキチェトソバイナソノジレ、デビルハダマチジ
so when we look at accumulating karma uh, for uh, pleasant feelings, it says uh, accumulating karma for the pleasure that comes from enjoying uh, desirable objects, uh, sights, uh, sounds, and the and the like, uh, and then. Uh, the second category, accumulating karma for gaining bliss in meditative concentration after you have rejected attachment uh, to external uh, sensual pleasures. Um, and then the second category uh, is accumulating karma for neutral feelings. Um, so uh, here, uh, these neutral feelings, uh, we find uh, where this, um, uh, this occurs at the fourth concentration level uh, and, ab- and above. Uh, where where we find uh, this neutral feelings and we find this bliss of meditative concentration that occurs in the first three concentrations uh, but the neutral feelings um, take place uh, as soon as one reaches that fourth level of concentration um, so this is how we're divided into it so meritorious uh, karma if uh, meritorious um, and, uh, so when we look at this first category uh, it says that um, if you are um, mainly looking for the pleasures of this this lifetime, then one will engage in non-virtue during this lifetime. If one is looking for the virtues, I mean, of happiness of one's next life or in future lives, uh, then one will accumulate meritorious action. Um, so, one meritorious action equals happiness in the future life. Non-meritorious action equals uh, um, sometimes happiness in this life, but in the future life, uh, um, unhappiness. Um, so, it's showing how these different um, karmas are created and who creates them: uh, meritorious, non-meritorious, um, and then uh, invariable or immutable karmas. Uh, meritorious and non-meritorious being desire realm, immu- um, invariable or immutable uh, being uh, um, at the uh, level of uh, form or, or formless uh, realm, um, and then the different um, uh, karmas that are gained uh, um, are depending on whether there's actual feeling or not. If there's no form, there's no feeling. So this is why it's accumulation of a neutral for neutral feelings because the formless realm doesn't have feeling. Okay. That number seven, Okay, so I'm just going to read down from where we were. So 
Accumulating karma for the pleasure that comes from enjoying desirable objects, sights, sounds, and the like. This has two subtypes. If your concern is mainly for the pleasures of this lifetime, prior to death, then you accumulate non-meritorious action. If your concern is primarily for the sensual pleasures of future lives, you accumulate meritorious action. Accumulating karma for gaining bliss and meditative concentration after you have rejected attachment to external uh, sensual pleasures. If you focus on a meditative object primarily for the sake of blissful feelings that arise from concentration, you accumulate invariable karma, uh, leading to rebirth at the level of the first, second, or third meditative stabilizations in the form realm. Accumulating karma for neutral feelings, you might have stopped attachment to sensual pleasure, become weary of even of meditative uh, bliss and created karma to have neutral feelings. If so, you will accumulate invariable karma leading to rebirth in the fourth meditative stabilization <coughs> in the form realm or a higher level up to and including the peak of cyclic existence, the highest level in the formless realm. Uh, so these categories are number seven and number eight. This uh, schema, I don't know what that, the scheme, schema? No. Schema? What? The schema of subdivisions is uh, <coughs> what Basu Bandhu intended to convey in the treasury of knowledge. By his reasoning, when you stop clinging to all cyclic existence and then engage in physical, verbal, and mental virtue for the sake of liberation, you leave cyclic existence behind. I'm sorry, cyclic existence further behind and come closer uh, to liberation. So by doing this, uh, one is able to come closer to liberation or nirvana. Number eight. So so we find in all of the texts that uh, once one reaches this um, uh, um, higher level of uh, um, uh, in the, the higher levels of cyclic existence in the form formless uh, realm, then there's no longer any happy feelings. There's no longer this uh, these feelings present. <laughs> So when we look at the outline, it's divided into uh, three categories, how the afflictions arise, how, how you thereby accumulate karma, and then how you die and are reborn. Uh, so we've gone over um, uh, the first category of uh, how the afflictions arise, uh, and then uh, in, in that section there are actually four uh, categories. first category is... Um, uh, identification of the afflictions, then the um, stages of or the order in which the afflictions arise, uh, and then the faults, uh, I'm sorry, then the causes of the afflictions, and then the faults of the afflictions. And then we get to then how, then how you thereby accumulate karma. Uh, we've gone through that section, and now we have arrived at how you die and are reborn. That's Mm. So we're going to end here instead of starting a new section. Uh, so if everybody uh, wants to get the prayer book, we'll do the concluding uh, mandala offering and uh, dedication prayer. Let me try and look that up.
The fundamental ground is scented with incense and strewn with flowers, adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon. I imagine this as a Buddha land and offer it. May all sentient beings enjoy this pure realm. I dedicate whatever virtues I've collected for the benefit of the teachings and of all sentient beings, and in particular for the essential teachings of Venerable Ozandrapa to shine forever. I send forth this jeweled mandala to you, precious Guru. I dedicate all this virtue to emulate the knowledge of the hero Manjushri and likewise Samantabhadra as well. With whatever dedication is praised as supreme by all the conquerors who traverse the three times, I also dedicate all my roots of virtue for the sake of all spacious deeds. In that pure land surrounded by snowy mountains, you are the source of all benefit and happiness. All powerful, Amiteshvara, Tenzin Yatso, may you stay until Samsara's end. I pray for the long life of the precious Kensar Wanda, uphold her scriptural and realizational doctrines. Spiritual friend who trained extensively in the five great philosophical texts with exceptional wisdom and perseverance. Tujiru Chikutsi Shopi Tujiru.